We've teased you enough, but it's time. April 17, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. The OG RRLC Reggie's jersey is fucking for sale. It is for sale, and you do not want to miss it. I cannot express how much I fucking love these things. They are unreal, mate. You do not want to miss them. We've got a high thread count. We've got a big white collar. We've got the traditional V. It is three-quarter sleeve. It is everything that the fucking RRLC is put in a jersey. Everything we promised, and it's for sale. April 17, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, thereggies.com.au. I'll see you there. Get amongst it. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com Welcome back to the Reggies. Three blokes that could have been anything. Decided to have fun instead. Mm. Bit of a different uh, vibe this week. The Reggies is now brought to you by Better Beer and Blue Bet. Oh, yeah. Two proud sponsors of the show. Hey, we can't thank them enough, enough for their support. Yep. And they are going to feature throughout the show from here on in. Absolutely. They sure are. <clears throat> ah, Big shout out to all the Reggies as well, giving us a crack out there. We fucking love it. Uh, keep on sending us in the stories and sledges. They make me weak, honestly. They're that good. <laughs> Groper's the one replying, by the way. Mm. Uh, that is who's replying. Man. Groper also speaks in third person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so what? <laughs> People listening on Spotify, they might not be able to pick our voices. Exactly, mate. Anyway. That's right. So, yeah. Now, give us a like, a follow, whatever platform you're listening on. Uh, your support has enabled us to get us a couple of sponsors, hasn't it? Exactly. It sure has. Yeah. Ah, another massive week in sport, both the AFL, NRL. We ended up taking the ODI series yeah, in the cricket big. in India, which was massive. That Beautiful. was last, yeah, Thursday, I think. The F1 Australian Grand Prix is this weekend down in classy Melbourne there. Classy karaoke bar. Uh, so that's huge down there. I mean, I watch a little bit of F1, Yep, but... I think going down there for the weekend would just be unbelievable. Oh, yeah, it'd be like, fucking massive. So, yeah, that's always huge down there. We've got day one of the championships at Royal Randwick this weekend, which is fantastic because there's shitloads of good horses going around for us to lift on the punt. Fucking knows. We need it. It's races. been shocking. <laughs> yeah. we, need, we need a lift. Well, do you know we what do. I'm glad with um, the whole thing, though? I'd rather be winning, but the fact that we told everyone at the start we are Reggie punters. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. like, we come steaming in going, we yeah. are the fucking best punters ever. Well, we would have been phonies. Yeah, the frauds. Yeah, exactly. Would, that's exactly right. So, yeah, we've lived up to what we said. <laughs> anyway, we're going to go good this week, I reckon. Oh, I've got a feeling. Yeah, hopefully. That's coming up later on. We've got some red-hot tips. Oh. Hopefully. J- some Jace-hot <laughs> tips. Um. Look, we lost the semi on the weekend, boys, in the cricket. Mm. Boyne Island, Tanham Sands will not oh, be featuring no. in the final this weekend. 
Um, before I start on that, there was a young fella named Caden that plays for the Glen. Um, he went down with a savage case of heat stroke and dehydration on Sunday. He's a gun little left arm seamer. I was actually giving him props on the weekend because he got me out earlier in the year with an unreal delivery, like a Mitch Stark-esque in-swinging. Oh, so left, he's got a bit of shit left, in him. Left arm in-swinging ball, clean bowled me, man. I didn't even Fucking play a bad hell. shot. So, uh, yeah, we had ambulance out there and everything to stabilise <clears> him. The game stopped, obviously. Yeah. Um, but we got the news that day that he was out of hospital that night and recovering at home. So shout out for him for going that hard for your fucking team that he went down with heat stroke. Fucking oath. Now, we lost by two runs. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. We bowled first and bowled shithouse. Uh, we let him get way too many. We were looking good in the chase. We were one for 72, I think. I was batting with Richo, who's one of my good mates, and we had not batted together all year just because he's on shift and... I was getting out too quick and all the rest of it. <laughs> yeah. And anyway, I've received the crookest LBW decision I've ever got in my whole history of playing cricket. Really? Poor old Tomo. He's an old retired fella from down at Bits and he turns up every year to umpire the games at our home ground because he like doesn't travel to town to yeah. umpire. He only umpires at Tannum. Yeah, it's it's awesome. I love how he does it that he does it because it means we don't have to umpire ourselves. Yeah. Because then yeah. it just means like you you know, it just creates drama when you're umpiring and it's your team batting and there's a big mm. LBW shouting. But the only issue is he can't see or hear. <laughs> so, <laughs> that is a big issue. Um, he struggles to walk sometimes, which is it's an unreal effort from him. But anyway, I was um I've middled one onto my pad. Like, I yeah. have creamed this thing onto my pad. And he's just trigger-fingered me oh. straight up. <laughs> he's giving me LB. And I was fuming. Not I was annoyed at that, but I was more fuming because one of their blokes gave me a massive send-off, like a, <laughs> a fuck-off send-off. Oh, really? And he's oh. flicked his arm like, fuck off. And I just, oh, man, I got into the shed and I was so pissed. Because he's done it just because I'm chirpy, like out yeah. on the field. Lippy. Part of the game, I am lippy, and I'm first one to admit it. But I don't ever give send offs, and we spoke about this. Mm. Once you're out of beating you, yeah, you know exactly right. So, for a wicket keeper of all blokes, that doesn't bowl ever to give me a fuck off send off. <laughs> you're a flog, mate. Yeah, <laughs> he, no, especially being no an LBW as well. Like I'll accept you want to give send offs, whatever, yeah. but don't fucking give me. A swearing type of send-off, like a fuck off, when you knew I wasn't out. That was the biggest thing. Everyone yeah. in the whole fucking world knew that I wasn't out and he's given me a fuck off. And he had nothing to do with that wicked either. Nah. Now, could we argue so that that's chirping. probably a great sledge and he's won? <laughs> nah. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, I don't know. Oh. Like, I'll just, nah. Nah, fuck nah. it. Nah. No, like I I said, I'm with you. I'm well, on if, your team. If you're going to give send-offs, that's fine. Mm. That's fine. As a wicket keeper and you're giving them whatever, you're, yeah. you're a yeah. flog. You're a but, anyway, <laughs> but if you're going to give me a fuck off and you knew I've middled it onto me pad, then, yeah, whatever. So where do they go with um, Tomo? Like, does he get to a point where they just stop him from umpiring or does he always go? Because to me it's like giving a blind bloke a 17-year-old dog. <laughs> <laughs> Just going, yeah, good luck, brother. Know. It used to be all right. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know. I, like, we all think it's awesome. 
Yeah, but, oh, it's cool to keep him. But every goal. week we get a shit decision <laughs> and we go, fucking Tomo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nah, good yeah. stuff. Nah, so anyway, we didn't have our little end of season Mad Monday thing because we're going to do it this weekend. Yep. The boys nice. want to go to the final and watch it. And I said, that is a terrible idea because yeah. we are going to get blind and make dickheads of ourselves. <laughs> we'll anyway. have to hold you back from the wicket keeper. Oh. <laughs> He'll be yeah. just spraying him. Yeah. <laughs> nah, the fact that three or four of their players come up and said, mate, one of them even was, this is a quote, he said, mate, that's fucked. That should never happen. Yeah. And then he just like two, me. It's like so two very <laughs> obvious sounds a fair while apart. And it deviated off oh, my back. Uh, <laughs> like, oh, no. Anyway, good on you, Tomo. Thank good you. Good on you, Tomo. <laughs> the best bit was he just come up like it. That was, that was the last over before drinks. And I'm in there, steam coming out my ears, and he just comes up and goes, unlucky, mate. Oh. <laughs> like, <laughs> and then tries to tell me what shot I should have played. Just rolling oh, salt really? the Because I was playing a shit shot, like trying to flick it onto the onside instead of playing with a straight bat. He comes and tells me what shot I should have played. That would have made you should have said, Tomo, I nearly fucking middled it. Oh, I just went, Tomo, I can't. I just walked off and I went, is this kind of serious? <laughs> so he's triggered you off a thick edge and then tried to tell you what yeah. shot you should have played. Because he can't hear, he can't see it. Anyway. Uh, good umpire material. We will yeah. move on. That was sort of sort of uh, my weekend. Yeah. I moved on kind of quick, but then as I explained it to you, it's just now I've gotten fucking angry again. The so. blood is boiling. Um it's I've a passion, got, mate. It's a passion. Exactly. I've got a story from a Reggie listener. Ooh, I and love we do love this. It. I love Fucking it. Now, it's only one this week, but it's a goodie, and it's not a goodie in the way of drinking beer from a cricket box. <laughs> it's a bit of a heartwarming one, boys, and it shows us that we're having a bit of an impact out there. So it's from uh, Riley Blunt, female listener, and she's – this is – I'll just quote, straight up quote it. You're probably wondering why a girl like me is messaging a podcast like you. Uh, you see, I've come across you through my boyfriend, who ironically doesn't have Facebook. After listening to the first uh, episode together, we decided to join the tipping comp. think I may have pulled off one of the reggiest acts out there. I've jagged the joker in the right round and moved from 453 all the way up to 13th on the ladder. Wow. <laughs> Now, a girl like me, you might think, isn't much of a Reggie. However, I come from a long line of Reggies in both name and spirit. To make the story short, my grandfather's name was Reginald, more commonly known as Reggie, and my dad's nickname is also Reggie. Stop. We aren't, we aren't much footy tippers. However, we do like to have a punt on a Saturday, sometimes even a sneaky midweek punt. <laughs> <laughs> Whilst my dad and Pop would study the form and listen to the scratchings on a Saturday morning, I follow a little bit more of my mum's footsteps and chuck a few dollars on whatever name tickles me fancy. <laughs> Lastly, I just want to say a big congrats on how everything has gone for you so far and thank you for what you're doing. I've also attached a photo of me Pop, Reggie, when he was in his younger years and a photo of him and I not, not long before he passed. Oh, how good is so, that? That's awesome to hear. I uh, opened that up. And I just thought that was awesome. So yeah. fucking oath. Shout out to you. That's fucking that's good stuff. Riley's loving it. And I told her that I'd be playing this this week. So there you go, Riley. Thanks, Thanks for supporting us. Yeah, yeah, thank you very and, much. Uh, long live the Reggie name in your family. Fucking oath. Fucking oath. And I am gonna give you a little bit of a little 
You know how last week, Tom, you said if you're leading any tipping comps, you know nothing about footy. Mm. Well, Riley's just proven it right there. <laughs> she said, where does it say here? We're not much of footy tippers. <laughs> She's gone She's, and got eight from eight yeah. and Jake the Joker. Right, so. <laughs> you would have had a better shot this year, dead set, looking at the animals and seeing which one would win in a fight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying I'm the fucking rugby league lord. But, like, I've watched it for a few years now and I'm fucking hopeless at the moment. What's a dolphin beaten, though? Oh, it depends if you're in the water, pretty much everything. Yeah, true. Except a shark. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, they haven't played them yet. Mm, that's right. But, yeah, dolphin will beat the fuck out of most things in the water. <laughs> Not a bronco, mate. Uh, Not a bronco. Right, good on you, Riley. Keep sending that shit in. That's uh, we love awesome. It. We love that. Fucking oath. Righto, we're building a club, boys. It's called the Reggie's Rugby League Club, the RRLC. Now, our picks for this week. We threw it up. We got a bit of feedback. And uh, we want to pick a hooker and we want to pick a lock. Yeah, strengthen up the middle. Want to just firm the middle of the park up. Yeah, that's right. A couple of blokes to lead them around. These blokes are going to play 80. Because our pigs are going to need to have a rest. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to a four-prop bench. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no utility. <laughs> These blokes are playing 80. Yeah. And I think, we've, uh, I think we've come up with a couple of really, really good selections here. Um, yeah, I've so got at 13, this bloke played 107 test matches for Australia. Only 14 people have ever played 100 test matches for Australia, by the way. He has a pristine keg hanging off the front of him and a glorious moustache. His name is David Boone. Uh, look, I doubt he did much training, especially cardio training, and he was still, you know, one of our greatest ever. So I reckon uh, one of the most important facts about him is an old wives' tale of him allegedly drinking 52 cans of beer on a flight from Sydney to London in 1989 on their way to the Ashes, which at a point in time they were up 4-0 on that tour. (laughs) Can I just say that I reckon that stat alone got him a starting spot? Yeah, I think it did. (laughs) It's hard to go past a bloke that's got that on his stat sheet. Yeah, so that's the thing. It's not on his stat sheet. Because Booney has never confirmed it, but several teammates have. <laughs> it's uh, on the statue. He was a great mentor to our 5'8", Shane Warne. I think as Warney was coming in, guys like Boone, Murph, Hughes, he could easily fucking slot into the side, yeah. by the way. Guys like him paved the way for Warney to be the greatest cricketer ever. So Agreed. He just fucking... Reeks Reggie. Oh, he Fuck does. Him. I had just... Booney as my pick as well. So I yeah. reckon Booney rubs deep heat under his armpits <laughs> every morning. <laughs> and he's just perfect to play 13. Yeah. Or it's a little nuggety bloke up the guts. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just trucking seed. <laughs> and tackling. No he sideways movements. Fucking tackle his hole out. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Yeah. yeah. If, uh, if Dallas Johnson had a few, like... Pies and beers, he could have been a boonie. Mm. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I think before we head on to the hooker roll, because a, a very popular um, name that was getting thrown around the RRLC group was another, none other than Andrew Roy Simons. Now, I'm fucking offended here <laughs> because I expected more out of, out of you, Mob. There, Roy is 100% getting a spot in this team. 
Roy yeah. is a legend. But if you think we are putting a bloke with one of the silkiest hands in all sports that can like he's mobile, he's a long, lanky bloke, he's athletic, he'd be able to run a line, he can obviously fucking put a shot on <laughs> a bloke running the other way, cutting an unders line on him. If you think we're putting him in the guts with the fucking pigs running straight up and down, you've lost your fucking marbles. I agree. So I was off that, but now yeah. he is no. And just know that Roy will be there, but he will be a vital part of a bit of skill out wide. Fucking oath. Yeah. He'll be an edge player for sure. That's right. We're not putting him there with these blokes just trucking seed in the middle. One of the greatest fielders to ever play. Well, that's what yeah. I mean. Like this bloke, <laughs> the skills that he showed, um, you know, with the ball in hand on, in the field, I think just is enough to go, right, oh, we need him as a bit of a weapon out wide, you know. So that's where yep. he'll feature in the side. It is, it is good to see people want him there, though. Like, that yeah. was a good part. I'm just like, come on, boys. As if we're putting, like, the 13 in the Reggies of all time side is just another front rower. Basically. Yeah. You know, and that is what Boone is going to do. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And he's, he's more versatile, I reckon. He's playing in different positions. Boone, you look at him, you're like, mate, you're going straight in the fucking middle. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> exactly. But, oh, yeah. right. So that's just a little. Uh, Taste of what's to come, I think. Yeah, yeah. Well, exactly. another little sniff. Roy's a good sniff. Mm. <laughs> yeah. We've got a couple of good sniffs. Um, now we're going to pick a nine. We are. Our hooker. I think this was very highly requested as well. We're on the same page. We're going with Piggy Riddell. Yeah. Oh. That, it sort of picked itself, didn't it? Exactly. And bit- the best part about it is, as well, we need a goal kicker. And to watch the pig on the sideline pointing, oh. just chanting, go over. It's Go iconic. Yeah. That is unreal. I think I've uh, said that <laughs> another one like the People's Immortal Scott Minto, we just had to have. Yeah, yeah that, like we did. The whole crowd with their arm up Fucking <laughs> as yeah, he was yeah. doing it. Exactly. It's just good stuff. That's the sort of stuff you want in the pig pen. You can't have an NRL standard of player with the nickname Piggy. Yeah, <laughs> and exactly. not, not make the RRL. Yeah, exactly. And possibly owner of one of the best, well, my favourite try celebrations has been. Yeah. When he scored the try, jumped the fence, sat in the seat. Oh, and yeah. It away. That, was, that, that was awesome, That mate. was very good. Fucking so, great. Was. I think that's a couple of good additions, boys, and uh, a bit of a sniff on what's to come as well. Yeah. The team is fucking building nicely. We've had a couple of uh, good sniffs lately. Mm. Joey was in there. Um, now, there's been a video sent in to me about 45 fucking times <laughs> weekly. Yeah. We posted it yesterday, and it's of Kyle the Bald Eagle Sequera. I think I've said that right. I put it out. So I got this video so many times that I said to the, all the people sending in, I was like, oi, can you get some info on this bloke? Mm. <laughs> because he looks fucking terrific mm. in that video. Fucking oath. So I found out he's, I think he's American. Is he? Yeah. So he plays rugby in America and he's a fan favourite, obviously. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Known for his sensational mullet <laughs> and aggression on pitch. That Someone sent this in, by the way. Yeah. And yeah, it was right. like a... A shot of it. He didn't just type it. Yeah. It was, yeah. So he was a three-time first-team rugby East All-Conference fucking, I don't know, All-American. So he's a bit of an A-grader, but he's definitely not. He's built like he a He slipped through the cracks. Well, I was going to say, it's. Uh, I was, I'm very shocked to find that out because if you look at that image of him, yeah. that's 100% an Aussie if you're looking at that, aren't you? That's right. Yeah, I agree. He, I think what gets him... 
back into the Reggie uh, frame is he ended the 2022 season earning the most improved award. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Nice. So, uh, yeah, we hope that he uh, continues to play well. Fucking yeah. And drink beers and... Keep that look up have. too. Yeah, he'd have to be up there with one of the hottest Reggies oh, out. Yeah. The keg with that mullet is Fucking just o. unreal. And the sideburns as well. Yeah, Everything about it. He's got it all. He's, a complete, he's a complete Reggie package. Exactly right. <laughs> Except he's a yank, which takes it down a bit, but mm. I think he's still like you said. We'll give him the benefit. You wouldn't of the even doubt. think that though. No, you wouldn't. No. Right. Righto, boys. It's Sledge of the Week time. Once again. <laughs> now. Listen really close to this and try not to laugh at the first sledge because one is right up its ass mm, <laughs> and right. it's just as funny. Like, you can piss yourself at the end, but I don't want you to ruin it for the recording by laughing. Fuck, this is gold. He sent it in by, like, message, just yeah. typed it, and I said, mate, can you put that in a recording with a bit of context because that is easily winning. And he said, I'll do you one better. Here's a video of me full of Tui's new and a beak full of the devil's dandruff <laughs> for 80 minutes of D-grade league. Oh, 80 minutes. Have a go at this. D-grade. Elgin! Elgin! Have a run, you fucking skirt! Don't laugh. Get off the fucking wing, Elgin! Have a real go, Elgin! You don't come back a trailer, Elgin! You fucking old boy sells Avon, mate! Have a real go, Elgin! <laughs> you don't come back a trailer! <laughs> oh, that one hits deep. Come Holy wow. fuck, I could have made it funny that we had to hold in the laugh as well. Well, I didn't know how long I had to hold it <laughs> yeah, for. Same. I thought that was the end of the first <laughs> one too. and I'm like stopping for a yeah. while. Like, <laughs> your old boy sells Avon <laughs> oh. and your dad can't back a trailer. Fucking hell. Oh, is he saying Elchin or Elchard? I don't know. I don't know, but... Imagine, imagine coughing that for 80. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, one of the downsides oh. of being a winger... Would mm. be that you are the closest to cunts like that. Yeah. <laughs> the, the video, he's like behind the post <laughs> and he's filming this cunt. <laughs> that is oh, great. That was so good. I, I just can't believe that no one's ever said, like on a cricket field, imagine just talking to the slips and going, you reckon this bloke can back a trailer? <laughs> yeah. Talking about the batsman. <laughs> Oh, that is oh. good though, isn't it? Oh. Surely on your Dad. mat Monday or whenever he's watching the grand final, you're just full of piss. He's just fucking ripping him with some of these sledges. I know. But even <laughs> if you said just exactly that, I don't reckon this dad could back a trailer. Yeah. Just <laughs> real, just not dad. even talking to him. Nah. Because they're the best ones. Yeah. When you're talking to the wicketkeeper, like you're at first slip yeah. talking to the wicketkeeper, just going... You reckon this bloke can back a trailer? Yeah, he's <laughs> like, saying, you reckon his dad can? I reckon he's got two mums. That <laughs> 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 oh. right segment on. is that good. Yeah, yeah, that. That. Thanks That's for so bringing good. that every week. It's hard to pick a winner, man, but that was never losing. No, no. That's, <laughs> yeah. that, because of the passion there. Oh, yeah. Like, that's just, just screaming at him. He was in Have a real go. <laughs> <laughs> You can tell he'd had about 10 twoies, like he said. Mm. Oh. Good on him. Shall we move into the footy? Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
great game. Yes, yes, yes. You were at the game Friday night. I was at the game Friday night. In Battle the of old, Brizzy. Uh, it was great too. It was a fucking very good game. Um, I just think it's a win all round for Queensland Rugby League. I to agree. Be, to be honest, I think it was fucking good. Suncorp, plenty of people there. Um, exciting game too, you know. Like at the end there, that was every, anyone's game. Um, and Alka Tony getting the runaway try, which was fucking, you know, as much as I like, I was going for the Dolphins to get into the spirit of it. You should have heard the joint when Katoni mm. made that break and scored in the corner and just did the old, this is our home. Yeah. Fuck it's no. just like the place just went fucking crazy. It would so. have been similar to the Ben Hunt try. Yeah. Origin yeah. three. Yeah. Dozer. Do- I, nearly, Dozer. I reckon I would have died if I was there with that. Oh, yeah. Where that one, I was like, oh, that sucks. It's me multi's gone, but yeah. it didn't really matter. Well, you were carrying on to us saying, oh, there was a buddy, should have been a goal line dropout. Yeah. Fucking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The ball Obviously. was on the line. Yeah, which I think it was, but I mean, <laughs> it still doesn't really, doesn't really matter. I think Dolphins were absolutely depleted. I think both teams were depleted. That was just a fucking arm wrestle and yeah. little oh, was, slip up. Mate, it was a good game. Yeah, so. fucking oath. I reckon, like, to do with like being a Broncos fan and the whole rivalry we've had at Cowboys in recent years and the grand final and that, the fucking angst and like build up for that game against Dolphins and how it panned out created like such a fucking big rivalry that mm. yeah. the NRL was hoping for. Like I was more passionate watching that game than I would be for any other Queensland team derby. There's yeah. been a lot of talk about how the Queensland teams pre-Dolphins when the Cowboys beat the Broncos in the 2015 Grand Final, still hurts. Yeah. But everyone sort of went, oh, you know, it sucks, but, you know, good on the Cowboys. Whereas the Roosters and the Rabbitohs, that had never, ever happened. They fucking hate each other. Yeah. yeah. So I think the Broncos the and the Dolphins has that potential <laughs> to be like a hatred thing. And well, you can tell the players fucking I meant love. it too. Like <laughs> you saw what Katoni did, our fucking home. Mm. Yeah. And she even can't. like Broncos posting shit afterwards like about the trip back to Redcliffe and that. Like <laughs> yeah. they're getting around it and it's fucking mm. good. Yeah, I like well, it. Well, I think because we've only ever had a, like a couple of sides in. Like before the Titans, obviously there was just the, you know, not yeah. many not many. Queensland team, so you're sort of stuck together. Yeah, exactly. But now that we're getting, like, there's been two introduced now, Queensland sides, so now you sort of can have that rivalry against each other where before you're not going to fucking gang up on each other. No. You know, you're outnumbered by all these dad kissing cunts. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. I agree. That's fucking spot on. Mm. Yeah, hopefully. Uh, I do like the idea of it being a hatred rivalry, though. Yeah, me like too. I I'm really awful like it. it. I'm loving it. I don't actually. want a fucking friendly rivalry. I want nah. to fucking. I don't want to say, oh, it's good to see him go well. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I want the them first... to come last every yeah, year. Yeah, the first three games, I was like, wow, this is awesome footy. Dolphins, you know, good on them. And then, yeah. bang, last week, I was like, fuck these cunts. Well, I was just going <laughs> to say, so it should be good on the couch here because I'm like, I sort of need a Queensland team to, to get behind. Are you going to get up behind the Bronx? No, fuck that. He's lost two games and he's already <laughs> fucking... He's trying offended. to jump to the Brisbane yeah. Broncos. <laughs> no, nah, I'm just saying, at origin time, it is a very confusing time for me because mm. the whole fucking Panthers side is absolutely stacked full of New South Wales. And I'm like, you know, it's a bit of a hard yeah. thing. And same with, like, going to live games in Queensland and shit like that. Like, Panthers are my team, but, I mean, it's good to see another Queensland team to come in so you can go, oh, well, I'll fucking... Support the boys a bit as well, you know. Become your second team, I guess. Yeah, that's, I suppose, yeah. 
Well, you've already worn the Bronx jersey, so yeah, yeah. It makes sense. <laughs> but he has wore a Dolphins jersey too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We know which one looked better, but yeah. <laughs> how good was the photo of you next to the People's Immortal? <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. how good! Yeah, I had to get that. I was like, "Hey, Russ, take a photo of this cut." That was like good. Just brought him into the side. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know if he knows yet. Yeah, yeah. that was after he signed at yeah. the pub. There, he's still coaching at fucking where Brendan's. Brendan's. Yeah. Um, quick. AFL wrap. Uh, the Hawks were smashed again this week by Sydney. That's two in a row. Don't really mind this one because Sydney are a good side, but we got hammered by Essendon last week, who are not a good yeah. side. <laughs> so big trouble there looking at the spoon already. Um, <laughs> but the defending premiers, Geelong, mm. Jace's side, have also gone 0-2 to start the year. And not many teams have defended the premiership. Oh and two, I'll say that. So that's no. great news for Hawthorne fans. In saying that, like we, it was a fucking cracker. I'm going to blame it on the injuries in our back line for that. No, Tom Stewart is a massive loss, but it was basically Carlton versus Jeremy Cameron. Yeah, like, fucking. If it's it wasn't for him, we would have lost by thirty. Real shame it was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, on Carlton, the baggers. It's good to see that they haven't gone to shit after what happened at the end of last year. I, I like seeing Carlton play good. I'll give them that. For some Just, reason, so do I. It just annoys it's, it's me good. that it was against Geelong. It, yeah. It's exciting mm. for them as a club because they have been terrible for so long. So and long. now they've got such a good list. Fucking um, What do you reckon, yeah. Tom? Oh, I was just going to say, how are my boys going? How are the Crows going? Yeah, I can't uh, They say. lost again to Richmond. Oh, yeah. They lost to Richmond, I'm pretty sure. Did they? At mm. home. Do they mm, have anything so in the right. crowd where every Crows fan just goes, ah? Because <laughs> <laughs> they should. <laughs> Imagine the whole crowd just going, ah. <laughs> like, that should definitely be a thing if it's not. Uh, you should email the CEO yeah. about that. No, I'll sure do that. I'll just come up with that. fucking awesome ideas as a job. Team out. <laughs> yeah. so. uh, we touched on it quickly at the start, but we won the ODI series in India 2 1, which yeah, is that's good. huge because we got thumped in the first one. Um, good for our confidence heading into the ODI World Cup at the end of the year. And when number it's one? It's in India. The yeah. ODI World Cup's in yeah. India. Oh, it is. We've beaten India twice. Who'll be Obviously, they're going to be favourites. Yeah. Them and Pakistan and Sri Lanka <laughs> will be up there. Exactly. Um, and, yeah, it's just good to see Mitch Marsh, Travis Head and then Adam Travis. Zampa spun us to victory in that last yeah. one. So Beautiful. It's just perfect, I think. Great way to end the uh, Indian tour. Fucking yep. oath. Now, tips this week. Let's yes. put them in. All right. So this week's games, we got um, on Thursday night at Allianz Stadium, we got Roosters versus the Eels. Boys, what are we thinking? I'm going Roosters. Mm. I think <clears throat> that was a tough one because Parra coming off, obviously, a big win against Penrith. Mm. A bit of confidence. But I know Roosters got that win over Bunnies. Had a week off to freshen up. I think they'll get it done. Very close game, but, yeah, I'm going Roosters. Yeah, I'm uh, also going Roosters. I think Eels have literally had a tough game every single fucking game. Yeah, yeah. what is the go with their Man, start? Seriously, and I just think it's going to wear – it's got to wear them down after a while. Mm. Like, full-on intense games like that where they haven't been able to switch off once, mm. I just think isn't really great for anything. So, I reckon the Roosters off a uh, – yeah. Off the bye. Mm. I reckon it's such a hard game to tip. It Definitely. is because the Roosters haven't played a good one yet. To be honest, there's probably value in in a bet for the Eels just a head-to-head win. But yeah, I've gone the Chooks, so all three of us are going the Roosters. I just think surely they have to hit their straps soon. 
Yeah. You know, they've had yeah. a week off on the train and paddock. Hopefully they do. But, yeah, such a hard first game on a Thursday. Yep, I agree. Uh, so Friday night we got Raiders versus Penrith at GIO Stadium. <laughs> I think, yeah. I Raiders. was very, very close to taking Canberra. Fuck, I was being down there. I think they are shot this season. Look, hasn't been great. No. <laughs> After they lost to Newcastle, <clears throat> who have no one. I think Penrith will thump them. <laughs> And right, eh? it'd be good to see, because it's the first time that they're playing since the Yawig got a dog incident with um, <laughs> yeah. Ricky. So, yeah, oh, well, I don't know. I just, I'm taking Penrith. Yeah. But I was, I don't know. I was just really close. With Ricky there and you got the Whiten thing going on. And yeah, they Whiten. Got, they lost leaving. to Newcastle who don't have a very good side. Mm. I just thought down there in Canberra, if it was a late game, I reckon I might have tipped them. But it's a five o'clock one, I think. So, yeah, I've gone yeah, Penrith, but yeah, I was very close to taking Canberra. Righto. Um, so, we got Rabbitohs versus the Storm at Acor, Acor Stadium. Acor or whatever it is. That'll be a good one, but yeah, yeah I think Bunnies should get over. Storm, like, they finally got a win against Tigers, but I wouldn't say it was very convincing. Me neither, mm. man. 24-12 <clears> to 12 <throat> they beat them. Like, yeah, still a lot of injuries as well. Rabbitohs, big win against Manly, I think. They'll get them over them. No, I'm with you, man. I think Rabbitohs have come into their own sort of thing and built nicely, and I feel like um, the Storm have to do something to prove to me that they can be yeah. another good side, you know. Um, yeah, right. so I'm the same. I'm well, here's one for you. I've gone Melbourne. Ooh. I think big week for Souths with the Johnny Sattler stuff. Yep. Hype of the game, the emotion. They had to get up for it. I just think too much. Melbourne found a bit of form last week. I've gone Melbourne. Right out. Fair enough. Yeah, fair Good enough. Good stuff. Um, Saturday, we have Seagulls versus the Knights at Glen Willow Oval, <laughs> wherever the fuck that is. What? It's is not that, at um, Four Pines? No, that would be Central no. Coast, wouldn't it? So that must be a Knights stadium because, yeah, Four Pines is the brookie. I thought this was a brookie. Are no, you sure? I'm pretty sure Four Pines is four the... Four Pines Se- is Brookvale. Yeah. And then whatever you what, just said, I'm sure pretty sure that's, that's not a manly home game. It is. Look, yeah, that, it? that'd be Central Coast Stadium. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, right. Well, I've gone manly. Quite, yeah. it's, I've written manly at Brookvale. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Knights Glenn can't. Knights really? aren't backing that up. I don't think. Nah, Imagine they've gone down to McDonald Jones there at Knights Stadium, yeah. and they've turned one on for the fans, which was good to see. Yeah, mm. but they're not backing that up. Yeah, I'm backing manly as well. Me too. Yeah. Hope right. I'm wrong because it's good to see Manly lose. But yeah, I've gone, that's right. I've gone with the smart play. Uh, <laughs> so we've got 4.30 p.m. Dragons versus the Dolphins. Battle of our two wooden spooners that we said before Gropes. the season started. <laughs> Gropes is tipping the Dragons. Oh, oh the red bee. Coming off of 40 to 6, was it? 40 to 8. <laughs> 40 to oh, Sorry. 40 yeah, to 8. You there. <laughs> I've tipped the spooners. I just think the Dolphs are going to struggle now. They've tasted defeat to the might of Brisbane. They've been put in their place. I'm going the drags, who are somehow favourites for this game. Yeah, yeah. how's that for value? Well. Um, I've gone <laughs> the Do- I've gone the Dolphins. I reckon, if anything, in the first four rounds, they've shown that as a side, even without certain players or marquee players, they've got a really strong base there of lads who fucking show up. So, hundred percent agree. So, I reckon they will just show up and edge your win out. But I'm with you, Grover. Like, I'm not like super confident. 
in the Dolphins winning. I've just been impressed with their resilience over yeah. the first four rounds. And I think yeah. they showed it in the last game against Brisbane. They didn't have Jeremy Marshall King start mm. and Isaiah Katoa. Felice. Felice, no Felice. And then Sean O'Sullivan goes out in the middle of the game. So did Cody Nicarima, and they still and they almost, had Tessie New on one leg. Yeah, mm. and they almost fucking beat Brisbane. Mm. Like I think they'll. Yeah, I've tipped them to beat Dragons. I don't think the yeah. Dragons look good the first few rounds, but they fucking choked against the Sharks. Yeah, they weren't very good. So. Nico was on though. <clears throat> yeah, that's we'll see. We'll was see. On we I will. have just gone against you, Blake's tour. Mm. Well, <laughs> hey, if it's a sign of how I've been going, you're going to kill it. I am fourth. Um, in the <laughs> yeah, that's uh, true. That's right. So next we have Broncos versus the Tigers at Suncorp at six thirty-five p.m. We'll just brush over this one. Yeah, yeah I think definitely Tigers. <laughs> <laughs> no, so obviously we're all going the Broncos the here. Yeah, Tigers yeah. are absolute dog shit. <laughs> To put it nicely, with all due respect, um, <laughs> at four o five p.m. we have the Sharks versus the Warriors boys. What are we thinking here? I've got points bet. Points yeah. bet stadium. Sharkies. Yeah. Fucking just touched on it, but wasn't Nico Hines good Mate, last week? Oh, what a comeback game! And you can't tell me that after that game, he's not going to have the confidence to be like, "Oh yeah, let's fucking and go." First game, man. Yeah. Like he's only going to get fitter. He's only going to get more match fit. Yep. And I just think... He's yeah. missed those first three and he could still easily win Dally. Yeah. I, I honestly think, too, not just him as a player, I think the blokes around him see a bloke like that return and it would fill them with confidence having Nico on the field, Fuck knowing no. he is on and all the rest of them. Like, there's blokes that just pick the whole team and up. Boost that morale and, and yeah. gives you confidence. Yeah. And, and I reckon he's like, one of yeah. them. So I'm going 13-plus that game. Like, yeah. I reckon the boys will show up. Definitely Sharkies. Sticking with my the buy next week theory. Oh, Sharkies have got the buy next week, so they go, hey, let's just go hard here. And we've got two weeks off. Yep. So good stuff. Like it. Uh, righto. To finish off, lads, we have Bulldogs versus the Cowboys at Accor Stadium. I actually think that was a hard one for me to pick. Yeah. Like Cowboys did beat Titans, but I don't think it was convincing enough. No. Nah. Like. AJ went off injured and see how much so footy they had. Yeah, man. Did you see how much ball they had in mm. the first half? It was. Stupendous. I think Cowboys. I just quickly last year I tipped Cowboys to get the wooden spoon, <laughs> and they ended up coming what second. Yeah. And I think this year, like, it's not like their team has changed much. They haven't like they still got like on paper. Like, two years ago, you look at that team and go, "What the fuck?" But they proved everyone wrong last year. I think they will. Scrape, they'll get into the eight, but they're not going to be anywhere near as good, and they're showing it. It's just sort of like they're finding that they're leveling out a little bit, yeah, with the rest of the teams, and they're just fucking sort of where they should be, exactly. They compare the people, but there's like they should be better than they are, considering how they went last season. There wasn't a bunch of big losses, Mm. or like, oh, give them time to work together, they should be better than they are. And I think, yes, but I've tipped them, but (laughs) I was just about (laughs) to say, who are you tipping? But it was still a close (laughs) one, but yeah, I'm I've gone cows. Just yep. Well, you got, two? Yeah, I've gone. Fuck I've gone Cowboys dead. as One well. One of us is going to go well. I've gone the Dogs. Yeah, nice. At a core, I really, really wish this was at Belmore, but mm. it's at a core. The Cowboys haven't been convincing at all, as you just said, Jace. Yeah. And we all know what their Sydney form is usually like. Yeah. That's been going on for two decades. How yeah. They can't win in Sydney. So, look, I've just gone them, and I think the Dogs weren't that bad last week. They had to go to Mount Smart. Didn't get the job done, but yeah, mm. it's hard. It's hard to tip the dogs still 
even though I really think that they have potential to go really well this year, it's still hard to tip them for me. I haven't seen enough to be like, yep, are they definitely better. Have you seen I enough agree. in North Queensland, though? Well, the whole of last year, though. Uh, like, I mean, it's fucking – and they've yeah. still got the same players, so I sort of – it's hard to tip against them, but yeah. it should I be think, an interesting yeah. week. Either me and you are going to go well, <laughs> yeah, Jax, or Graves exactly. going to go Or we go the same, both yeah. shit. Yeah. Like, doing a couple of yeah. wins, a couple of losses, which is anyway, sort of – I think Doggies watch. will be a really hot and cold team. Like, they'll beat teams like they did Melbourne yeah. and they'll fucking knock a top four team off. Yeah, the and that's what I think happens when you got new – New sides like yeah, that. Yeah, exactly right. That have just come together. They'll gel one week and then it'll be like, yeah. Well, it'd be, hard to, it'd be hard to study a team like that for an opposing side as well because, mm. like, teams that have been together for ages, you can watch fucking multiple games on who does what, what lines they run, yeah. what their plays are. But when you've got four games to Same go off and a whole new team, well. you can't really analyse what they do. Yeah. Yeah, so I agree, 100%. It's, uh, it'll make it a bit harder. Yeah, for um, sure. There's the tips. Mm. Bit hey, different. Yeah, yeah, that's right. A little I bit love different. It. I was good. just going to say before we move on from the footy, just a couple of the like headlines I wanted to ask you about before we move on. What are your thoughts on old Suwali signing with the Wallabies? Oh, so yeah, well, I think he's well, got one more year left with the Roosters, and then he's going to do the the World Cup thing. Yeah. What are your What are your thoughts on that? Well, I reckon I don't blame him. I think it was inevitable. Yeah. It was going to happen. Getting paid the big bucks. Yeah. But yeah, like. I think it was pretty funny. I agree with what the cheese command said. It's like paying one point six million for a wing isn't going to like make you yeah. beat the All Blacks. Yeah, yeah. that <laughs> was good, but that's a crack at the Wallabies. That's yeah. not a Suwali thing. No. He probably doesn't care, mate. Exactly. The, you know, the, the thing with that is like he'll go and do that, and then he'll one hundred percent just come play back, come play NRL after the whole World Cup campaign. You know what I do? Yeah, do a Sunny Bell. You know what I love is that he's going there next year. Is it? Uh, I think next year he's playing with the Roosters yeah. and then from oh, okay. 2024 so, is his last year at Roosters. It yeah. would have been good if he went next year because the Rugby World Cup is this year in yeah. the UK. I think it's in France. Oh, I don't the 2023 know Rugby World Cup's in France this year. So if he went next year, that gives him a full four-year campaign, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. The fact that he's going a year later probably isn't – you know, so bad. But it's yeah. good that he's not going, like, in a World Cup year. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, he's going, hey, pick me, pick me. Yeah. It's the World Cup Pick me year. for my name. Yeah. yeah. But so. I can tell you 100%, because he is now playing, it's not like I'm going to go watch Union. No. Oh, Which is what weird. I think they're trying to, like, oh, it's Suwali's playing. Yeah. And this is what I wanted to talk about as well, is Suwali, while I agree with everyone that the potential that that bloke has, his physique, genetics, mm. skill, it's all there. But I'm so sick of every motherfucker talking to him like he's done what Billy Slater has already or something. Like yeah. the amount of fucking hype he gets every time. And I'm like, what has he actually done at an international level yet? What's he done at State of Origin yet? Fuck all. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I 100% you can talk to him about potential, but I'm sick of him getting hyped up to be one of the best fucking things ever. And it's like, well, he hasn't done it exactly yet. Exactly right. Though. Mate, he ran over a couple of schoolboys. <clears throat> Yeah, back in like he's fucking yeah, ago, he's you good. Know what I but mean? Yeah. you're paying when you think about it in terms of rugby, they're paying. They've always got more money in that sport. Yeah. One point six million for a winger. Are there any wingers in the NRL getting paid over fucking eight hundred thousand? No, no. Yeah, like it's they, just, that's a lot of money for a fucking yeah. winger. And, and like, I reckon good on him for what he's doing. Oh, fucking take go, money. take fucking the coin. Knows. But yeah, just shits. And it's not Suwali's fault either. No, it's all everyone hyping him up. So like, I got nothing against that bloke. I think good on him. But yeah, I was just always sick of fucking. You know, hearing everyone just carrying on. I'm like, yeah, fucking. That's sort of what I was meaning by 
when you said, oh, it's not going to help us beat the All Blacks. That's like a Rugby Australia issue. That's not yeah. a Suwali issue. Yeah, yeah, no, I, yeah I agree Fucking with I'm you. I'm taking the 1.6. Mm. Thank you. Yeah, I <laughs> would too. Do you think they're going to lure anyone else over? Like the Cameron Murrays of the world. You yeah. know, where that's different. Like that can't is a yeah. tried and tested, unreal rugby league fucking yeah, top level loss. Such a long debate there with Ponger as well. When's he gonna go to rugby? When's he gonna go to rugby? Well and he wanted to play it. for the All Blacks, didn't he? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's obviously fucking who knows what's going on. Well with it's probably the best thing that, to so. put him at fullback so he can just <laughs> kick it when they're coming towards <laughs> Yeah, him. exactly. I think um yeah, in Ponger's situation, playing for the All Blacks is a lot bigger than playing for the Wallabies. Yeah, like, yeah, man. Twenty years ago, play, if you could play yeah. for the fucking All Blacks, yeah, like, that's like a yeah, that is huge. Yeah, just because of what they've done, and they haven't built what they have by paying a winger one point six. Exactly. <laughs> you know, I can, you know that's what, what I mean. Like, if Rugby yeah. Australia wants to fucking actually compete, win Bledisloe Cups, win World Cups, paying one point six million for a winger is not going to do it. I agree. Like, yeah. Grassroots rugby, they need yeah. to work on that for sure. I tell you Who what. knows, too? It might be a thing where, do you know how, like, uh, the Titans signed for feeder, and then it was more a thing where they paid him overs, but it's more getting that name? I yeah. wonder if... Yeah. Like, oh, 100%. That's, a, that's what they, they do. Remember when Falau and Carmichael Hunt went to fucking AFL? Yeah, yeah exactly. As marquees? Like, yeah. what yeah. the fuck was that yeah. about? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Carmichael yeah, known for getting the ball and running it straight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, actually, let's go him. Like, come on. Yeah, well, it's weird. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. that was one thing... Um, the other thing I wanted to say is, oh, the Eels looking at signing an X-Factor fullback. Yeah. And, and Gutho, <laughs> reckons he's, Gutho reckons he's all good with it. And I don't know. I find it a bit weird. Like, I reckon you should just look at an X-Factor in a different position for I the I wonder Eels. if they've gone, we can't have this cunt with his hair cut like that. <laughs> <laughs> this is a wake-up call, Gutho. Yeah. Get a cut. We can't have it. Yeah. I think I, I know what they mean with all. Like you shipped him to centre and get another fullback, but just look at getting a centre. Oh, like he is probably their marquee player outside the, of Moses and Dylan Brown. The Eels are very known for that, though. As in, they don't go crazy with their spends on certain blokes. They just have a good bo- like field mm-hmm. the whole way around, and I think yeah. that's why they always make it to like top four level, but don't have that fucking weapon to finish off the big plays and shit. Yeah. Like, look at the Eels. They're really good across the board, but where's their, like, mm. fucking Munster or yeah. Cleary yeah. or fucking Tedesco? Yeah. I think they got two of the best young halves. Yeah. But, like, they That haven't... was good for him that he signed, actually, because that was a yeah. fucking hype he building was... up about that. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, yeah. They got, I think... But w- Penasini and Wonga Blake aren't even... Like fucking shit. Wanga right Blake is shit. Man. I don't think they're that bad. <laughs> I think he's the terrible player. Oh, they're replaceable for sure. But fucking, <laughs> I don't think he's that bad. Well, I don't think I've seen him play a good one ever. Mm, well, I watched him on the wing that time, and that was painful. Not that I could do any better, but he ate popcorn before that game. <laughs> Um, one thing quickly, I'm fucking holding the show up here, but um, the Dally M, I just wanted to say it wasn't this week because it's changed, but the week before I looked at the leaderboard for the Dally M and noticed that a winger was in the lead. Now, <laughs> if you have a fucking system where a winger could ever be in the lead of the whole competition as its best player, fuck off. <laughs> because a winger will never be the best player in a competition. 
Well, I agree, hundred percent. No fucking way. They're a finisher, aren't they? Like the winger has their spot. Don't get me wrong. I really enjoy giving them shit, and um, but I just feel like they can never be the best player in the team. They can be great, but you can't tell me the half or the hooker or the five eight or someone steering the ship yeah. isn't more important than exactly the winger. Exactly right. Yeah. Can't tell me a winger is best and fairest in the whole comp. <laughs> Fuck me. <laughs> There's a reason that no wingers ever won it. Yeah. 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 Exactly. But yeah, uh, that was my few things, boys. I just wanted to get your thoughts on. Yeah. It's good to see Gutho's chop getting another run. Yeah. Because <laughs> like he's going to be getting multiple <laughs> runs until it looks either shit yeah. or it's gone. So, exactly. yeah, look, if you if you want to be the X Factor, cut your fucking lid. Yeah. <laughs> ah. I oh, know. Uh, boys, it's time for our squeeze of the week brought to you by the standard squeeze. Oh, yeah. A must-have item for every Reggie during footy season, I reckon. Measured nips in a plastic bottle that won't break easily is a no-brainer for me. Mm. And look, if you're a real hard prick that needs <laughs> more than a standard nip, buy the XL bottle because it's got a double shot measured already. And if you're a really, really hard cunt, then just buy the big shot, baby. A 100ml shot measured for you. You can also get one of these ripper snapbacks. That me and the boys have got on. Mm, me and the boys. T-shirts, hoodies, replacement lids. Because you can imagine you're on the piss. Oh, you're yeah. losing those. You'd lose that fucking easy. You can buy a replacement lid. Boys are really thought of everything. So go jump on their website, thestandardsqueeze.com, and use the code Reggie15 for 15% off at checkout. Or jump on the Instagram at the standard squeeze and check them out. You're almost so, losing if you don't go and buy something and use that code. Yeah. yeah, pull your head in. Are. You're losing money if you don't buy one. Well, exactly. <laughs> uh, I reckon there's a couple of red hot nominations this week. So, boys, who is the squeeze of the week brought to you by the standard squeeze? Tommy, you can take this one. Right, I've been itching. <laughs> so, I was at the Dolphins fucking Bronx game in the box, watched Katoni Stags steam away at the end and fucking lift Suncorp off the ground for a millisecond. <laughs> anyway, I went to the Caxton and I was invited upstairs with the players and that. And I was never, I've never been one to like, ooh, the players, and like go up and say good day to them because I know they don't give a fuck about me. So I'm like, I'm not, whatever. Like, good on them. But anyway, that all the players were there up the bar at the tax, uh, Caxton. And I was like, sweet, the boys are celebrating a win. I was sort of on my way, getting pissed, but watching at the corporate box, I'm more invested in the game than getting blind. So I was a bit sober around a bunch of drunk people. So anyway, went and lined up at the bar. <laughs> And noticed here's Katoni, Stag, sitting next to me. And I was like, oh, you know, might say something. He's standing right there. I'm like, Katoni, Russ, that was, uh, that was an unreal try at the end there, bro. Good shit. And dead set, his fucking head didn't even move to acknowledge <laughs> that I even spoke or acknowledge that I was there. And I just thought, you fuckhead. <laughs> So it's the cold shoulder. So squeeze of the week for me, Katoni Stags. Yeah. And like you gotta remember, brother, that unless you're elite level or you can talk, which I've never heard you do, you're probably going to be doing an everyday do Joe do job in about ten years' time. So don't be such an arrogant count. <laughs> That's my squeeze of the week. But <laughs> nothing's beaten that, but I reckon there's a an honourable mention. Yeah, I've got an honourable mention. Actually, I reckon this one might. This is good. It's sticking on the topic of NRL players. Um, I was out in Brizzy on Saturday night, and uh, this cunt gets around. By the way, mm. <laughs> oh, Jace, he's always in Brizzy. Anyway, so. 
on the dance floor and um, I was out with a few mates and <laughs> just fucking just fist bump in the air. <laughs> and I was out with a few mates and my brother and I see my brother standing there with Branko Lee chatting away to him and uh, he must have a thing for fucking ripping people's hats and shit because he's standing there with my brother's hat on backwards and they're chin wagging away and I come over and my brother goes, oh, Branko, this is my brother Jace. I was like, oh, g'day, mate. Shook his hand, said hello, and the cunt just grabs my hat and just catapults it onto the dance floor. <laughs> so I went, oh, right, cheers, fuck? Branko. And I, I was like, righto. And then, uh, yeah, he walked off and he had me crawling around fucking the dance floor trying to find me hat. It was so demoralising, I'll fucking tell you. So what hang on, I thought you were talking to him. Yeah, my, like, I walked up and my brother was talking to him. So hello. you've literally walked up said within hello, seconds, and he's just launched your hat. Did he yeah. say anything to you? No, he said g'day, shook my hand, and then was just boss and threw it. That might fucking get it. <laughs> it that was easily. Worst. That's getting. I it. would struggle not to just go. <laughs> yeah, like just a Imagine small if you give jab. Him a shine. <laughs> <laughs> Branko's out with. HIA yeah. concussion <laughs> next week because you've given him a yeah. shiner. Wow, yeah, that so is um, just a couple of Should I say, listen here, Branko, I'm about to call the independent doctor cunt because you're in trouble. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so you, seriously, that is that is fucked that he just threw it. Like, yeah. Did, what did you, you just would have been going. All the chiefs went, oh, okay. I was like, <laughs> just stood there and just, what? if that didn't fucking, that wasn't demoralizing enough, crawling around through a dance floor trying to, I gave up. I went, fuck this. I'm, I don't even like the hat so that hang much. On, hang on. <laughs> Are centres the new wingers? Oh, that yeah, those two are two centres. And they're becoming less useful than the winger is. Like, the winger's starting to yeah. starting to really get involved and the centre does fuck all. I agree, man. <laughs> centres do nothing. Yeah, you, oh, yeah. I think you just need to be a defensive centre these days. Mm. You don't need to have any flair or anything about you. You just need to be able to tackle one-on-one. Yeah, I agree. I, that's pissed me off. Yeah, no, it, I was blind drunk, so it didn't really phase me much. So you, sh- what? In, yeah. See, Katoni's a dad kisser, so I, it doesn't like, surprise. surprise me yeah, at all. Yeah, yeah. You know, hidden in Queensland, but just Franco fucking... has played Origin somehow. Yeah, mm. that in the worst ridge. Queensland team of all time. <laughs> and here comes a young red coming up to him, ready to just shake his hand, and he just dogs him. <sighs> That's easily my vote. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right out. Yep. All right, Branko, squares of the week. <laughs> Unlucky, Brank. Pull your head in. <laughs> you lose. Uh, <laughs> all right, boys. Let's uh, move on to... I wasn't looking forward to talking about this. We're going to move into the punt. They're at the gate. And they're off. Goes up the inside. Of... She's cutting loose now. He's trying. Can he do it? She's going to blow. Here he comes. Boom, right over the top. Yeah, we should definitely move into Last the Last week's effort was less than ideal. <laughs> oh. <laughs> to put it, uh, mm. to put it, buddy, lightly. Lightly. Um, right. Nonconformist went so shit in the Australia Cup. That was my tip there. Keto's fifty-one dollars shot actually got so unlucky. If you up. if you watch the replay, the gap that Cascadian takes and ends up winning, taking that gap. Was there for El Patronus, but he just couldn't shuffle his way over. Yeah. I owe Keto a box too because the uh, El Patronus beat nonconformist. Oh. Uh, and it hit the line really hard. So I've actually got that black booked for next time it runs. Um, it might not have won because Cascadian was unreal. But anyway, we need to lift. 
Fucking um, oath, we need a lift. We need to lift. And I'm just going to tell you a little Reggie story before Ooh, we get into right. this. I went shit house on Saturday on the punt. I yeah. sat down on the couch and I was up, down, up, down, and then eventually down all day. I had 20, in, 20 bucks in my account and I said, fuck this. I'll watch a movie with the missus. Yep. Halfway through that, cunt, I was bored. So I jumped back, <laughs> I jumped back on the bloody blue bet. And went, right, oh, three favourites, two dogs and a trot. Three-leg three leg multi. <laughs> Holy shit. Three-leg multi, three in a row, two dogs and a trot, and it got up. Really? <laughs> it paid eight bucks and I had me, or eight something, because I ended up getting about 170-something. Yeah. And it literally got me almost all the way back to even. And I just went, so I studied the form the day before, watch two or three form analysis shows, which I love doing, lose all my money and then get it all back on a two-dog and a trot multi. If that That's isn't the reggiest That bet. I picked in five minutes. Yeah. Like, Trots. it just shows how fucked punting is. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. yeah. You can do fuck. all the research you want and oh, man. fuck yeah. hell. That is anyway. that is a great bet though. That's one of my favourite bets I've heard. Two dogs Especially and a trot. the story. Yeah. Just the story of two dogs and a trot. The surely Reggie Multi. Surely that's we're gonna have to you turn make that. It, you can put that in a book. We're gonna have to turn that into Fuck a shirt yeah. or something. Two dogs sure. and a trot. Yeah. Two dogs yeah. and a trot. How'd you go this weekend, mate? Yeah, two dogs and a trot, bruh. Oh, <laughs> you can do that any night of the week as well. Mm. Boys. I've got a surprise for you. Oh, I love surprises. I've got a big surprise for you. <laughs> Hit us with it. A man. Named Tom Barbary, Barb's we call him. He's actually a big fan of the show and he's a horse trainer. Ooh. Now, he heard us talking about, you asked me last week, you said, how many runs does a horse need before you go, I'm not backing it anymore? Yeah, no, yeah. First up, second up, third up. He's messaged us in because he's just a great bloke and he said, give us a bell. Nice. So we're about to. Oh, really? We're about to give him a bell. I've oh, teed him awesome. up and I thought I'd surprise you on the show Fucking to give him a bell. Yeah, right, awesome. Eh? So what's going to happen is is uh, we're going to give him a bell and we're going to ask him some hard-hitting questions <laughs> about horse training. Fuck yeah. Sounds good. Hope he answers. Hope the cunt can give us a tip because <laughs> we can't fucking tip water out of a bucket at the moment. <laughs> Boys. Barbs, thanks for uh, taking the time out to uh, have a yarn to us, mate. Not a problem, mate. It's not a problem. Big fan of the show. Yeah, we love it. Thank you very much. Cheers, Just, um, Not a problem. I, I know you you wrote into me and you said sort of your history with um, what you've had involved in horse racing, but just sort of tell the listeners, um, you know, your affiliation yeah, so, with horse racing and that. Basically, like, I grew up in it. I never had a, had a chance. Like, my first day of the race, I was three days old in the pram. Um, grandpa, grandpa trained for about 40 years, and dad and my uncles have all worked in it sort of on and off. One uncle's sort of been, that's all he's ever done. He's just given it away now. He's got a new missus, and they're married, and he's, yeah, didn't fit the bill, so I think he's driving trucks or some shit now. Um, but, yeah, our whole family's been in it for years, and, I got to 17 and thought, what am I going to do with my life? And that particular uncle was at Caulfield riding track work for um, Anthony Cummings. And I thought, oh, I'll go down there and have a crack at that. And I'm from the northwest corner of Victoria, right there up there on the Murray River. And so it's a big thing, 17-year-old kid moving 700 k from home. And it's probably a bit wet between the ears. And 
Cop a few smacks on the end of the beak. <laughs> and, uh, a few things I said to the wrong blokes. <laughs> went home with me tail between me legs, but uh, I went back down. Went back down at 18. I worked for, at the time, Peter Moody was the leading trainer in Victoria and wow. um, probably the country at the time. Um, yeah. We had horses in that stable like Typhoon Tracy, Black Caviar, um, Headway. Yeah, there yep. was. I think there was in the first eight boxes. I think there was six individual Group One winners or something there. So it was, yeah. From like, like I say, wet between the ears, kid from the bush, going into the bright lights of Melbourne, seeing those sorts of horses. They're sorts of horses you dream of, you know. So, yeah, one hundred percent. That's unreal. It's unreal that you've sort of had an, a little bit of an affiliation with Black Caviar. Yeah. Um, yeah, I didn't do. I didn't do a hell of a lot with these boys. I just my uncle actually rode a track work from the start of her career up until a tenth start, which was. The new market win, and yep. then he um, he sort of succumbed to the pressure and said, oh, this, "I don't want to be on this mare's back when she breaks," sort of thing. Which, <laughs> you know, she used to do it all the time. The good ones like that, they they hurt themselves all the time because they just try so fucking hard. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, I think I got the leader around for Channel Nine and Channel Seven there at one point, and there's a pup and messages off the boys and I'm like, what you on the news, bro? That's fucking <laughs> yeah. brilliant. Proper Reggie behaviour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, so you wrote in because you noticed that we were sort of not real sure on how many starts a horse will have before you want to stop backing it sort of thing. So if you could just give us like a minute or two real brief explanation on what it takes to get a horse from being out in the paddock and not having had – been doing any work all the way up until let's say third or fourth start yeah right so there's if you can, in, if you can this, summarize that <laughs> yeah yeah well in this day and age boys it's like the technology's come so far and there's a lot of different options now a lot of trainers will have their horses pre-trained by someone else um so they might go somewhere to be pre-trained on say a water walker which is basically like a, a walker machine in the ground and they they walk through water, they go a certain amount of minutes one way and then they turn them around and they spin them back against the, they walk back against the current the other way. And that just sort of, that builds their muscles up and builds their cardiovascular fitness without the weight being on their back. So they might do that for six weeks or they might just go to another trainer for six weeks and just get worked under saddle. They come into the stable sort of ready to go to the trials in about, they sort of start trialing in about eight weeks. And normally in my experience, you know, we always give ours two trials. Um, and then they're sort of racing within sort of 12 to 14 weeks, you know, like if races suit and they draw decent gates and stuff like that. But, you know, some horses are, some horses you can only race two and three times in a prep. Other horses you can race five and six times in a prep. Look at Pounding. Pounding ran fourth or fifth in the All-Star Mile the other week, and he's had he's been up since Christ played halfback for Jerusalem. I think he had a great, like... <laughs> I think the last time he had a break with it, but, you know, I think I was in nappies. Like, it's been up for about 14 months. Like, yeah, righto. There's certain horses have just got so much longevity, and it's, that's all – That don't get me wrong, that comes down to their constitution. But at the same time, it's the way they're managed as well. Yeah. So some horses say, thrive on racing. Some horses will thrive on racing, and other horses, they just can't cop it, you know. Yep. So And that at all just come down to – fresh. They come down to, the like – yourself and everyone who works around it you just got to know don't you you sort of got well the bloke, the bloke obviously obviously you got to have the experience but it's a big team effort you know like a trainer just doesn't train horses himself a lot of trainers yeah. a lot of smaller trainers will ride their own work if they can ride you know a lot of ex-jockeys that get out and they got too heavy or whatever they might get a trainer's ticket and then all of a sudden they're you know they're still riding track work they a because that 
A, they don't have to pay anyone to do it, and B, you just get more of a feel for it. Um, but you've got to, it's a big team effort. You know, you've got to listen to the people around you. You've got to surround yourself with good staff and good people. And it's, um, it's, it's a lot of people involved getting a horse from A yeah. out of a paddock or from, you know, a yearling sale through to the races. It's, it's massive. And the amount of money involved in the industry, especially now, is just absolutely ridiculous. With the prize money on offer, they're paying record prices at yearling sales. And it's, if you haven't got half a million, you're not you're, half a million today is probably a cheap horse realistically at the top of like at the upper end of the scale, it's probably a cheap horse. Yeah. Now, mate, you, um, you mentioned uh, like the yearling sales and you just said then half a million for like a top horse. How often do you get an absolute shitter? Just like, you know, you're, 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 and not a shitter, but we're talking maybe a 50, 60 grand horse that you might get away with. How often do you get one of them just fucking steaming up the straight? you know, taking on some of these horses? Or is that a fucking rarity nowadays? Well, look, the, be- the best story in racing for mine in Australia is take over target. Like, Joe Janiak bought him out of a dispersal sale because he had bent legs and it cost him 1100 bucks. He won six and a half million. Fucking Forrest Gump. He, 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 yeah, exactly. Like he, he, yeah, Lieutenant Dan was real heavy on the um, But, like, he, he did that, mate. He went, he went to Royal Ascot, he went to Singapore, he won in Japan. He was just a, a absolute phenomenon and won all over Australia, won six and a half million dollars. I think he won fourteen odd group ones or something. Like they they're the best stories. But realistically nowadays you don't see I don't think I've seen a lot in that upper echelon of group at group level that yeah. aren't, you know, yeah. hundred and fifty to sort of that upper that upper end of the scale. Like Black Caviar, realistically, she was a cheap horse. Peter Moody paid two hundred and twenty five grand for her. Yeah. You know, that in that spectrum, she's a cheap horse. Mate of mine two years ago paid twelve thousand for affiliate the sales in March at the Gold Coast, and she won. She's won two Saturday races. It's collecting nearly one hundred and fifty grand. So yeah, yeah. You know, you don't. There's no rule to it. There's no exact science to it. And every horse is an individual, boys. There's so many fucking things that can go wrong. There's so many things that can go right. <laughs> yeah. You know. Oh, it's, nah, good there's stuff. a lot of fucking sleepless nights. A lot of sleepless nights. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I bet. All right, oi, that's yeah. awesome. Well, thanks so much for doing that. Yeah, cheers, now, yeah, I just want to know, have you got a tip for us? Yeah. Possibly oh. a Barb's best. <laughs> oh, Barb's best. It depends well, how you go. It might be what, a new segment. I'll put you on the spot. But yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I, did, I have done a little bit of form um, in between <laughs> the hectic day-to-day at Eagle Farm races, and I caught the Reggie bug. I couldn't have picked a harder fucking race for it. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to the Doncaster Handicap at Royal Rambling. I just Ooh. said there's no way I'm going there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck me, dude. But Tommy's had the all-in on it. Tommy, no, Tommy refused to have the all-in on a group one. Grope never, Grope never even put it into the group one and he had... You know, into the all in, and he's and in secrets come out and trounced them the other week. Yeah, like, oh, you know, back yourselves, boys. That's a sore, <laughs> uh, sore point here. But. <laughs> um, but no, my best bet of the day, race eight, number two at Royal Ramick, Mr. Brightside. I'm telling you, I like Mr. Brightside. He's, yeah, he's looking to join a pretty exclusive club here, boys. There's not many too many horses have won two Don uh, Doncasters, like mm. Superimposed one two, Sunline one two, like, and I don't know if he's that good. Like, I don't think he's as good as those two, but he goes up five and a half kilos on his last year's win. Um, and there's probably not a horse in the country with better form at the trip, in my humble opinion. Um, he gets two kilos off alligator blood. 
and his last start at, in the All Star Mile was ultra impressive. Massive, yeah. He's five from eight. He's all, he's five from eight on a soft deck. He's one from two on a heavy going, and the forecast in Sydney this week is going to be wetter than a spastic's chin. <laughs> So I'd say he's probably going to get the conditions to suit. Uh, barrier two, Zach Burton in the saddle. I think he proved pretty hard to beat. But there is one down in the weights that I'm a little bit worried about that might be worth a middle each way ticket. Uh, Kerry Parker trains a man called Hope in Your Heart. Mm. She's drawn pretty wide. But I did hear Kerry say on Thoroughbred Central on Sky Channel the other day that he'd rather be there in 23 than in three with her. She's a proper free rolling horse, just doesn't like horses around her. Yeah. She's got 50 and a half kilos on her back, so she drops fucking five and a half from last start. Um, perfect record track and trip. She's won from one at the mile at Ramwick, and she'll be in it for a long way at $26.750, the drum. I think she's worth a little each way ticket as a little backup contingency plan. Yeah. All right, do you want to uh, pick any more in that race? Or? <laughs> oh, right, here we go. <laughs> nah, that's beautiful, mate. Awesome. I'll definitely have a bit of something on that. Oi, thanks Absolutely. fucking heaps, Barbs. That was awesome. Thanks, Eves, for your time, Not mate. Problem, and uh, yeah, we'll speak to you soon. You better give us a shout if you're ever in Brazil. We'll have to catch up, oh. have a few froppies. And, Bloody oath. You know, we will be. Come Absolutely. Down, come down, I'll show you a little bit more in depth and come around the stables and show yeah. you a little bit in depth of what actually goes on and stuff like that. So Yeah, fucking ass, bro. All right, mate. Always keep doing what you're doing. Don't, don't give Queefton too many fucking dramas with the editing tonight. Fucking hell. <laughs> well, I think I've had four phone calls off you today, Groper. Like, fuck, mate. <laughs> now we know where Groper gets all these deadly bets from. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, they're, they're not fucking deadly. The two of them are like fucked up. Yeah, I tipped them that one today too. And, uh, yeah. Mm. She, went, she just reared up at the start and threw the race away. I couldn't fucking believe it. But anyway, that's racing. That's right. Good on we you, brother. Good Cheers, on you, mate. Babs. Talk to you. No worries, boys. See you. Ed, what do you reckon? How good was that, mate? I, I was know. very interested in hearing just about, like, yeah, everything. How much Not... fucking effort goes oh, into that shit, man? Mate, yeah. Like, we insane. just sit there on Blue Bet and go, oh, yep, 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 yep. But so much. Like, what did he say? He said about 14 weeks they're in work before they go to the race. And he's talking yeah. about the water thing, how they go against yeah, it, that all the muscles. Really I suppose that's a pretty smart way of them doing it, probably like a low-impact way yeah. maybe to build the muscles and shit. Yeah. Uh, very interesting. I had a mate who owned a horse. <laughs> he was a colt, mm. and he still had his nuts. So he was in that water situation where he was yep. walking around, and some fillies walked past <laughs> And he's got all excited in the thing and ended up doing some damage and oh. never got to the races once. Oh, true. <laughs> what? So I was it. like, what are the odds of that? He's just got all reared up. Because there was a couple of fillies got around. Got fat and got it stuck in the fucking oh. <laughs> oh, So anyway, I hope you like that. That was a bit of a surprise for you. Just because yeah, on was... the back of last week where we were a bit unsure of, you know, what mm. goes on. But yeah, like, I, think that was, I that tried was to say was... You just don't know with a horse. Like some of them, f- fresh horse, they love it. Yep. Some of them want to be. Yeah, up and up so and it up changes. And up. Yeah. yeah. Oh, there you go. And That's longevity is because I got to admit, too. I do look at that thing with if there's no X there and there's about six starts and yeah. nothing in between it. I'm like, Ooh. yeah. But oh. one positive of last week was the all in. Yeah. Yes. Fucking what you need was elite. Never looked like losing. It's now three from three and two from two down the straight. Looks Great fucking run. good. And we're building because the first horse, that's the first one that's actually won the race for the all-in. Yeah. yeah. Like, we went the place, but, you know, 
it actually won the race. Mm. So we are building. Really setting me up not to build more. Because <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So for those just joining us, we go all in each week. We started with 500. We got to 800, had a little mishap. But we loaded another 500 in. We're back to eight. And I've got a little deja vu because it's back to Tom with $800. (laughs) However, Mm. something's changed this time in. The all-in segment is now brought to you by Blue Bet. It sure is. Our official wagering partner of the Reggies. So we'll post the all-in slip and there'll be a linked link direct to the market. Yeah, that's right. And I had a bit of a thought. If the viewers want to get involved, it's so easy for them because we started with 500. And the aim's to get 10 weeks, right? We mm. want to get to 10 weeks and we can pull the money. you got 10 mates, throw 50 in each, there's your 500 and all 10 of you get a, a pick over the 10 weeks. Yeah, you know yeah what I mean? exactly. And you don't have to follow us in. You can go whatever you want. But, yeah. Uh, that was just a little thought and I had. And it's great fun as well. Oh, oh yeah. excited and pumped up How to eat it every Saturday, coming for the all in. Like yeah. Fucking, and you're it. looking at a horse going, this is fucking should win. Yeah, and you're still your heart. You want, pumping. Yeah, you want to chuck the old kitty in the wind. Anyway, but. it's over to you, Tommy. Here's this week's all-in bet brought to you by Blue Bet. Yeah, so as you all know, I shat the bed um, <laughs> last time I did this, so I'm looking at not doing the same thing. Um, righto, getting straight to it. We're going to Randwick, race six, horse one, cylinder. So now Jace has been all over this thing like pubes on soap and his favourite small bloke is aboard J-Mac. Love it. So pretty much I like this thing because, like, it's not like I've studied every single race, but I've personally watched Cylinder run now for the last sort of few weeks and I just think it's it's going really well. Look, it hasn't. It hasn't shit the bed yet, or it hasn't let anyone down yet with um, five career starts, two wins and three seconds. Yeah, it hasn't done much wrong. Uh, he's drawn barrier four and is up 200 metres from what he's ridden before at 1,400. Um, but that shouldn't be an issue here. So we're going cylinder to place, paying $1.25 around abouts on Bluebet. Um, so yeah, all of it on it. And can I redeem my filthy punting of late? We will see. <laughs> I like it. I, I do like yeah, it. Like I'm you said, feeling. cylinders never let anyone down. Yeah. I think. It, no. Oh, sorry. Run that second um, in that uh, huge race the other week. It's had a good suppose, that's the having a look at them. There's a couple there that look good too. But if you if you really think it's got a good sniff at winning, eh, you go that place just yeah. to give yourself a couple up the sleeve. That's and, right. Yeah, a good barrier sort of helps as well. Hopefully not to yep. get a rank start. Yeah, but um, no, I like it. It's yeah. never letting anyone down. It's what's it? It's never run worse than second. So, mm. Yeah, exactly. I think it's a great bet. Yeah, like well Tommy. Thanks, mate. Right, hey guys. Another segment brought to you by Blue Bet this week is the old boys segment. Go, you bastard! Come on, you little bastard! Get up there, son! Got it, you little ripper! We give our three fathers forty dollars to spend in their Blue Bet accounts each week. Hasn't gone great for him, let's be honest. No. <laughs> uh, Rocket's horse last week looked like a fucking great bet and it literally yeah. broke down, down the straight, and it barely finished. Yeah. <laughs> Is that thing still alive? I think so, yeah. And has it? That can happen, you know? Yeah. Like fucking Barb's were just saying, mate, you just, you do not know. Yeah. It's an animal. Yeah, and it literally. can do whatever it wants. Imagine waking up crook as one morning and you're getting shuffled along with the Not races. being able to talk. <laughs> Boys, I'm fucked. <laughs> <Yeah>. no. <laughs> you know? So anyway, um, 
Keto was unlucky, as I mentioned, but, but back in a 50 to 1, Ruffy might not be the way to go. Yeah. <laughs> the boys need a lift. Let's see what the old boys have for us this week. Thanks to Blue, the Blue Bad Old Boys segment. Come on, boys. Reginalds. No post-mortem from last week. Just watch the replay. I did get $91.24 a place, but as usual, the bookie's got the coin. But I will tell you, black book this horse, El Patronus. Mark my words. Can I quickly shout out to Blue Bet for coming on board with the Reggies, sponsoring both the all-in bet, Tommy or fuck that, <laughs> and the old boys segment, which I'm fucking for everyone. But anyway, Tito's collectors this week is going to try the footy. Right? So I went all right with my picks last week. So what we're going to do this week, we're going to go the first six games of the round. I think we're round five. And we're going to go all the home teams, okay? Roosters, Raiders, Rabbits, Sea Eagles, Dragons, Broncos. Head to head. I think you get about $27, $29 if you boost uh, the win. But I do believe the Raiders, they're the roughies. I do believe the Raiders can win this week. I haven't tipped them all week and uh, all year, I should say it. This is the week. Uncle Bryn may be racing this week and I'm here and I haven't had a chance to have a look. Stick with the Bryn. Can I just go out and tell you something? Tony Pike, legendary New Zealand trainer, has requested Noel Callow, that's right, the king, King Callow from the Gold Coast to attend the races at Awapuni this weekend in New Zealand. Race five, number nine, Lording. That's right. Race five, number nine at Awapuni, New Zealand. It'll probably race early in the morning, so get on. I'm going to have 30 a win on this. Now, this horse, he's asked Noel, come over, because he's setting it for the Hollandale and the Oaks in Brisbane in the Winter Carnival. 30 a win on that. Let's have $10 on the footy, the first six. Roosters, Raiders, Rabbits, Seagulls, Dragons, Broncos at 27 to $29. 10 on that. I reckon Kudos Collectors is about to start its run. Thank you again, Blue Bet. See you, Reginalds. Beautiful like yarn as always. <clears throat> Bro, how can you not back that lording oh, in yeah. Awapuni now? Yeah. He just yeah. told us that the trainer has requested a jockey to fly over to New Zealand to ride it. How do you Probably. fucking know that? Well, I'll have a bit on it. I oh, will be too. 100% I was three. Okay, I, I love it? his little uh, stab drive by at me there. That, yeah. like, that's well respected too, and it's deserved. Oi, but then he just drove by himself. Oh, no, oi, I'm all, I think that was a great drive by. Like, I'm appreciating the drive by. Yeah, well done. Oh, that was good. Yep. G'day, Reggie's. Better here for his pick of the week. Well, no luck again with the NRL. Fuck, doing my head in that shit. Trying to give you a win. But, uh, Me too, bro. I'm going to stay away from this week. I'm going to let it settle. Probably only one week, but I'm going to let it settle and we're going to go to the horses. Some big races this weekend. Unsure which one I was going to go with, but I'm going to settle on Ramwick Race 7, the TJ Smith Stakes, 1,200-metre race, some big horses. We've got Nature Strip, Private Eye, I Wish I Win, you know, Giga Kit, fucking In Secret. It's just... Oh. And, oh. yep, I'm going none of them. <laughs> I'm getting on number 13, Passive Aggressive. It's paying $13. Jordan Charles is, is the jockey. It's, uh, I like this horse. It 
come off a six-month break, had a good win over Eduardo by B's dick, but uh, they trialled it, I think it was last week maybe, keep it fit, killed it again. I know this is a big, big race up against some big horses, but, yeah, barrier six, passive-aggressive lads, get on it. Um, the TJ Smith stakes. Cheers. There we go. He's going against he's the going, big dog. Yeah, well, I think he's just literally taken what I've written here and said it all. <laughs> but yeah, not nice. about that horse. Well done, Pedro. I like it. Yeah, good stuff, going mate. The big shit. races. <laughs> hey, boys, punters. Rockets, Ruffles, you're raring to go. We're going this week, Randwick, race two, horse two, Glint of Silver. It's a great gelding, he's in form. Paying $9.50 a win, $2.50 a place. I love a grey, jump on him, I think you'll do all right. There you go. I love a grey too. Me too. It is good when you see one and it happens to be a grey. Like I often, because I'm not a big studier like that, I often don't even know it's a grey because I'll just look quickly. I'm like, oh, what are we liking here? And I'll chuck it on and then you see it's a grey and you're like, oh, like that. Or if you see race nine, race eight or nine, and you've backed something and then you see him jump and there's a grey and you're yeah. like, fuck, <laughs> yeah. What have I done? The grey late in the day, it, uh, it yeah. is a thing, I reckon. Fuck yeah. no. Hmm. All right, well, thank you. Yeah. Oh, boys. Hopefully the boys can pull us out this week. Yeah, I'm not real sure about uh, Keto's first six home teams there, but hey, good <laughs> on you. never comes off, crack. though. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, he'll pull one off this year and it'll be fucking yeah. great. I reckon fucking this oath. fucking lording might be a chance having a look at it here. Hopefully. Um, I'm going to have a bet. I'm going to the TJ as well. Oh. <laughs> he goes to big races, I wanted this, bloke. To go- <laughs> this bloke only goes to big races. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was uh, going to have to go to the Doncaster, but that is just too hard. 24 horses in it, not happening. Yeah, I agree. Um, I'm going to back horse three, Private Eye. I think its run in the new market was really underrated. He was on the inside they were fully spread across the track in the new market. In secret, got the win down the middle, but down the middle and out wide was definitely the place to be. And private high had private eye had to duck back to the inside and still ran on really well. I reckon. Look, as Pedro just mentioned, in secrets in the race, nature stripped. I wish I win. Giga kick. Maria Mia won last week. Um, the race is stacked. Private's out of gate two. He likes running that anti-clockwise in Sydney, Rose Hill and Randwick. Second up, fitter. I reckon this is his time. $9, $2.90 a place, back at each way, please, because would not be surprised if anything won this. I like it. Mm. I, I don't know what the fuck I'll do for that race. Hey? There's so many fucking yeah. good horses. It's hard to pick. I'll probably back four things like, yeah, I'll, on the day. Either do a random trifecta or, yeah, trifecta yeah. or a quaddy or something. Well, I'll tell it. you what, I'll be having a trifecta with Private Eye and um, Passive Aggressive. Mm. Yeah. That's for sure. I'll yeah. definitely be in there. 100%. Yeah. Righto. Um, Jace. I'm heading to Randwick as well to the Australian Derby Race 9 and I'm backing number four, Parasols. So, Pericles. Pericles, sorry. Nice. Yeah, that uh, got up for the all-in for yeah, us. that was. Two so weeks ago. two weeks ago. And as I've stated many times, I love to back J-Mac. And he'll be <laughs> riding this going on Saturday. He's wearing the blue, trained by James Cummins, which I tend to favour a bit too. So I They are on fire too. Yeah, exactly. It's a great combo here. Mm. 
like you said before, you backed it for the all-in and ran beautifully but just came second. Yeah. But I think, uh, yeah, so prior to that, it won a sand down. It likes the wet track as well. Fourth up here, and I think it is primed and ready to go. This is and its grand final. Yeah, basically. So. Mm. It's uh, paying $4.20 to win on Blue Bet, and as I always do, I'm going on the nose. <laughs> nice. Straight on the north. Yeah, Sweet as. And uh, these have been going really well for us. So, Tom, do you have a multi of the week? <laughs> I do. Now, look, there's one positive about how my punting has been going on this show. I fucking cannot get any worse. <laughs> if one leg comes through, I've improved. And uh, Bradley actually commented on last week's video of mine, didn't get a single one. Thanks for that, Bradley. Believe it or not, I was actually watching as well and did pick that up. Um, righto. Nico Hot Boy Hines is back and the fucking Sharks are on. I'm loving how that's all looking. So we are heading to Sharks versus Warriors on Sunday at 4.05pm at Points Bet Stadium. I absolutely copped a flogging online by the bros after I <laughs> said the Cowboys had beaten them and they didn't. Um, so I'm looking for redemption. Uh, I reckon the Sharks will get up 13 plus here. Wow. At home. Uh, with Nico on fire, and there is a couple of blokes in the Sharks lineup that are absolute sluts for meat pies, <laughs> and that is William Kennedy with his uh, support game. I think he's always sniffing around there, loves a try, so chuck him anytime. And Ronaldo Mulatalo on the sting, chuck him in anytime as well. Now it's all about Nico. Everyone wants to root him. So we are throwing <laughs> him in as well to sweeten up the deal. So that's Sharks 13 plus, Kennedy, Mulatalo, and Nico anytime paying $12 with Blue Bet. So like when are we putting money on the Warriors, Chase? <laughs> oh, we may as well. Yeah. <laughs> He's literally just written them off again and said Sharks. Oh, this will prove if. <laughs> If Warriors get up again here, it'll prove you just don't bet against the fucking Well, I'll hear from Bradley. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How's that? Yeah. Was that all it said? Didn't get a single one. I'm like, I, I'm, I was literally thinking, Shit, cheers, I didn't cheers, cunt. Believe it or not, I watched the game too. <laughs> if, thanks, Bradley. If you didn't tell me that, I wouldn't have yeah. realised, Cheers, mate. Bradley. <laughs> you fuckhead. <laughs> Did you reply? No, nah, no, no. Nah. Oh, I sort of wait to spray him life. <laughs> Been looking forward to that, actually. He's in for but, a uh, surprise coming boy, that's, tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> so that's mine. That's that me. is a great way, I think, to end this show. <laughs> Fucking mm. oath. Hey, that went a bit longer for you, but I think there's some really good stuff in there. Yeah. We hopefully, had, uh, hopefully Barb's tip comes through because fucking... Hopefully all of our Barb, tips come Barb's through. Barb's best might <laughs> be here to stay. Who knows? That's right. I'm hoping that we just get something for him. You know yeah. what I mean? We've never yeah. claimed to be deadly, but it is nice to see us help a couple of people yeah. out, get a couple of tips. We, we coached them into what you need, mm. but, you know, short odds. We went exactly. It's paying like $2.50. It's not really, yeah. it, you know? So anyway, oi, there's, yeah. some good, there's some good tips in there. Fuck yeah, no. sure. Keep right an eye on. out for the post that yeah. we put up. Post will be up tomorrow. And, uh, yeah. We uh, love your support, and we'll see you next week. See us. See you later. Yeah. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.